happy tuesday happy turner syndrome talking to you release day so this week we have louise talking to us about her experience of turner's i've really 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 loved this episode so i hope you enjoy it too Hi everyone, welcome back to Turner Syndrome Talking Tea. This week we have Louise. Hi Louise. Hi there. How are you today? Good, thank you. Yeah. Good. Looking forward to the bank holiday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice, lovely. So I want to ask you a few things about Turner Syndrome, if that's okay. Yep, sure. What's your relationship with Turner Syndrome? Um, I'm a lady with Turner syndrome. Um, I was diagnosed um, at birth, which is, was a little bit unusual in those days. Um, so um, often diagnoses came a little bit later, but um, I, I had pretty classic Turner's symptoms when I was born. So yeah, I had an immediate diagnosis. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Reassuring. Was it quite an easy diagnosis? Um, obviously, I was very young, so I only really know what my parents uh, told me. Um, mm. And I think from it was pretty clear that something was not right, um, mainly to do with um, my my heart, and I was. Um, well, my mom says I was pretty much blue when I was born. <laughs> okay. So they had to really work to, to kind of get me breathing. Mm. And obviously when they looked into that, they realised that, yeah, the, the heart wasn't as it should be. Mm. Um, plus I had very, um, I had the typical puffy um, feet and hands um, at birth. So, yeah, they, they diagnosed it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good. What's the most challenging aspect of Turner's been for you? Yeah, that's um, an interesting question. I I guess, like a lot of people, um, I would probably say infertility. Mm -hmm. um, in as much as, yeah, that has at, at times in my life, um, been something that has um, caused me some sort of emotional distress. Mm -hmm. um, you know, usually because of perhaps triggers due to uh, family and friends uh, having children and, and so on. Um, but a lot of the time, I wouldn't even say that is a big issue. Mm -hmm. um, and the sort of the health issues, I guess I've just dealt with them as each of them has come along. So I, I wouldn't say that um, any of them has been any more challenging than another. They've just been something that I've had to deal with. Mm. Um, I mean, like a lot of ladies with turners of my age, I have issues with my hearing. Um, I also um, have uh, diabetes, type 2 diabetes. So, yeah, you know, there are things that I have to deal with on a daily basis, but I just get on with it by and large. Yeah. It's just what we do, isn't it? Uh-huh. I think we're pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I feel um, called to share this. I don't know if it will help in any way to anyone listening. But the other day, I got um, upset by the infertility, like you uh -huh. said. And I was wondering, and I managed to pinpoint, I think it might help some people, so that's why I'm saying it. I managed to pinpoint it's not the actual having children, because you can have children, you can adopt children. I think yeah. it's the actual pregnancy, being able to be pregnant. That's an interesting view on it, because I think you're right that, yeah. um, you know, there are obviously alternative ways of, mm -hmm. of having children. But I know that for some people, um, adoption and so on, they're not really an option because they they tend to feel that they actually really want to go through the pregnancy and yeah, therefore yeah, yeah. go down the IVF yeah. route. And so I can definitely understand that. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, actually, I did that. That wasn't so much of an issue, and I did try the adoption route. Um, it just wasn't successful for me. Um, so. I, but I mean, definitely it was friends and family being pregnant that perhaps mm. triggered some of the, the mm. times when I felt particularly low about not being yeah. able to have kids. And it's, yeah. it's not like it's, we're not always thinking of it, but it's just a reminder, isn't it? Mm -hmm. that, um, and I just want to add as well that you shouldn't feel guilty or bad for not being as happy as you think you should if someone's you know is pregnant. Yeah, um, I mean that, that was a bit of a difficult one for me. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, because I, I didn't want to tell anybody how I was feeling because yeah. I felt that would take away from their happiness and maybe mm -hmm. make me just appear like I was being a bit self-centered. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I couldn't really um, open up about that, I have to say. Um, but I think you're right. There's no, there is no reason why we should feel guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, and I guess I also try to tell myself there are things that I have done in my life that I probably couldn't have had I had children. Mm -hmm. you, know, yeah. so, yeah. the, you know there are I'm not I don't want to say benefits um but there are you know it's just that okay so maybe you weren't able to go down one path but other paths opened up mm -hmm. you know you were yeah. able to follow those so yeah. I, I try to look at it in that way as well mm -hmm. well I hope that help people <laughs> I wasn't imagining them sharing that but yeah um What's your most positive experience of Turner's being? Oh, I think to be honest, it's probably the the, the people that I have uh, met through the society. You know, the society has has been fantastic for me, mm -hmm. um, and meeting those people. Um, you know, and, and, and developing relationships with, with them. Um, yeah, that's been probably the most positive thing that I can, can say. Yeah. I and mean, I guess the other thing I would say is I, 
I think we all, you know, we're we're tough cookies. You know, we can we we are we're strong uh, mentally. I think, and, mm-hmm. and so if I've got any advantage out of being, you know, having uh, this condition, it's it's that. It's my resilience and and, and my toughness. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely teaches you to be that, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Which, as you say, it's a big advantage. Mm-hmm. So the Support Society, what's your involvement in them, with them, rather? Um, I have been a member, I'm just trying to get this right, since about 2006. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I, I went to um, a conference and I don't think I'd been a member for very long prior to that. So it must be about, around about that time. Um, so, yeah, I've had regular involvement um, ever since then. And in particular, I, mean, I, I live in Devon and I am trying to slowly build... Um, uh, a friendship group down here. Um, That'd be really it's, good. It's been a slow process, um, and it was certainly held up by by COVID and everything, because mm. you know there was um, we were beginning to get together for for meetings and well not me uh, yeah little uh, little meetings and uh, social events, and then along came COVID and obviously knocked that all on the head. Um, I tried to do some Zoom meetings during COVID, which um, did work, and, mm. uh, and now I'm trying to re-establish um, some face-to-face meetings. Yeah, life but, before. Uh, you know, hopefully that will will slowly grow. That's mm. my intention. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good if there's another friendship group. About the more friendship groups, the better. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, Devon's actually a really big county. Mm. So even if you just take in, you know, Devon, um, it covers quite a, a wide area. Um, and obviously, yes, if there are people um, nearby in sort of Somerset and Cornwall who want to join, then that's fantastic. Yeah. How has the society helped you? Um, one thing I'm very aware of is that before joining the society, um, I rarely talked about uh, my condition. Okay. Um, not to family and certainly not to friends. Um, and now I feel so much more confident about uh, sort of talking about it and. And also, I never actually um, discussed it at work or even revealed it to work. Um, I might tell them one or two of the specific things that mm-hmm. um, that were related, like my hearing. They had to yeah. know about that, yeah. but I wouldn't explain why, yeah. you know, or anything. Uh, Whereas, you know, the, 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 com- the, the society has absolutely given me the confidence and understanding of my condition to be able to discuss it openly 
Um, so that, I think that for me is, has been really, really important. Mm. Yeah, I think it's part of a, not control is in a bad way, but I think it's part of a control thing, isn't it? Like a taking back, taking back kind of thing, like you're taking back its ownership on you kind of thing. You're owning Turner syndrome. Yes, yes. Um, but as I said, you know, before I joined the society, I definitely didn't have the kind of confidence to do that. It, 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 you know, I felt like um, it was very much, I just want to be viewed as um, just like everybody else. I don't want people mm. to know that there is anything particularly different about me. Yeah. Um, but because of the society, I now feel like, you know what, I can be proud of being different. Mm. I'm proud of the things that you know I've overcome and achieved um, and I feel therefore you know perfectly open to tell people about it and, and you're right I guess that does then make you feel more in control of it all. Yeah it's interesting isn't it because everything's mentality. Uh-huh very much so yeah. Yeah it's really interesting. What's the biggest or the most important message on Turner syndrome, would you say? Mm. Um, one of the things that I get quite distressed by is when I hear that um, women who are being diagnosed with um, a baby who has Turner's are being advised um, to, to abort. Mm. And I think to me, the, the most important message I would want to get out there is, you know, it's fair enough if that is your ultimate choice, but please understand that, you know, your, your daughter is going to have a good life, will be a very strong and, you know, sort of, active feisty person um you know and achieve huge amounts and you don't need to be fearful of, of what life is going to hold for them you know so i would really want people who you know who are receiving that diagnosis to feel that yeah they they could if they wish to continue with the pregnancy with absolute confidence Mm -hmm. um, as to you know the fact that their child will have a good life mm. I really like that message I really like that I haven't had any heard any personal stories of abortion but it seems to happen quite a bit like mm -hmm. when I see it in the Facebook groups well that's it that's what I mean you know, you read that, yeah. you know somebody says oh I've had this diagnosis and my doctor has said Mm. Oh, you know, you should consider abortion. And I just think to myself, no, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's not the message I would want doctors to be giving at all. Um, mm. You know, and I, I fear that it's a lack of knowledge and understanding on the part of the doctors that maybe, mm. you know, we, we need to get, uh, you know, that 
doctors are still perhaps um, looking at perhaps outdated information um, and not fully being aware of just what girls and ladies with Turner's can achieve, mm. which is anything that we want, basically. I really like that. I really like that message. Thank you so much, Louise. I've really, really loved this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your time. And everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed that as well. How good was that episode? I really, really loved that. Thank you, Louise, for your time and for being so open. So next week we have Caitlin talking to us about her experience with tennis. So have a really, really great week. And if you want to know more about tennis, go to www.tss.org.uk or go back to my first ever episode where I explain what it is. Have a great week and see you next week.